This episode is brought to you by Poor Motivators. Whether it's a bad motivator in an R2 unit, a damaged hyperdrive motivator in the Millennium Falcon, or telling your young Padawan learner they will learn their place, Poor Motivators remind you it's about the journey, not the destination. Remember, don't hate, just poorly motivate. <laughs> nothing a little music can't help. Rockin', rockin' and rollin'. Your swords, please. We don't want to make a mess of things in front of the podcast. My downloads have doubled since the last time we met, Count. Good. Twice the pride, double the listeners. Welcome to Voice of the Rebellion. This is episode 24. Yes. I'm Mark. I'm... (laughs) You you completely threw me off for a second. I was about to say I'm Gabe. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> oh, let's include this. Let's include this. Yeah, there's no. I don't even know. I'm yeah. Gabe. I'm Mark. What's happening? This is uh, the yeah. end of our. I'm bad at math. Our what? fourth trilogy. Oh no. No. What do you mean the end of our fourth? No, it's, oh, our, it's our sixth what, trilogy. Three, twenty-four divided by three. Oh man, it's eight. I was a history eight. major. This is the end of our eighth trilogy. Four, six, seven, nine, ten, twelve. Eight yeah. times three eight, is yep, twenty-four. Okay, yep, yep. Okay. Okay. You're right. You're right, Boo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we got enough behind there. Starting swimmingly. Yes. Um, we do have a brand new mic that we're trying out. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if we're going to keep using this, but so far, from what I've been able to hear, it sounds a lot better. Um, it's just that it apparently it destroyed the podcast. <laughs> it destroyed so, me. I don't know why. Yeah. I said why did I'm you s- I thought I thought you were messing with me. Like, no, were... I genuinely accidentally. <laughs> wow. I genuinely accidentally said I'm Mark. I don't even know why. Okay, it's amazing. Uh, it's fun to a fan letter, I guess. I don't know. I don't know yeah. what we're doing. All right. So we've got a fan letter today <laughs> from. Can you guess who? Is it Brian? It's Brian. Oh man. Okay. Shocker. So, dear Voice of the Rebellion, <clears throat> I'd like to thank Mark for showing me around the recording studio and inviting me to be part of episode 23. I'm very impressed with all the cutting-edge equipment used in making the podcast. <laughs> it was a lot of fun watching you run the board. Uh, oh, and Gabe was there, too. Uh, oh. Yeah. Uh, so, my question this week might be better suited for Mark, but if Gabe can answer all of them, I would love to hear them. Ooh, a challenge. One. I've recently heard about the zombie stormtrooper novels. Is this true? Are they worth a read? I, have, I don't know what that is. Yeah, so they did at least one that I know of. They may have done more. Um, that it was some smugglers end up finding like an abandoned Star Destroyer. Okay. And when they go on board, because they're like, they're going to go ahead and take it clean. Because, you know, it requires hundreds of people to actually man a Star Destroyer. So they can't yeah. steal it. Um, they end up discovering there was some virus that ended up breaking out. And basically... All that's left are zombie, like, stormtroopers. And so then they have to, like, fight their way off the ship and stuff. It was right around the time... Well, it was right around the time the zombies were really big. And it was meant to be sort of a, hey, isn't this weird? Like, it wasn't, like, done straight at face value. It was, hey, guys, zombie stormtroopers. Isn't that crazy? Um, And I think it was right at the end of, like, just before Lucasfilm got bought by Disney, too. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if it's still canon. Um, from what I've heard, I haven't actually read the book. From what I've heard, it's actually pretty entertaining. 
Okay. Because it it does a full on like we haven't seen ever seen a horror story in Star Wars. Yeah. And this is a full on like horror story zombies attacking yeah. them. Yeah. Well, it's just not very Star Wars esque those. And that's one of the yeah. one of the criticisms. Yeah. Glad, but okay. Um, it's a second question. If I wanted to start reading a Star Wars book, which one should I start with? I can tell I'm a comic book to read. Go go for it. Yeah. Uh, I think the best Star Wars series is the Clone Wars comic series. That was really good, yeah. Yeah, um, especially because they go really into Quinlan Vos, um, mm-hmm. who kind of tries to go undercover as like a dark Jedi and yeah. actually struggles, almost goes to the dark side. Yeah. Um, it's really um, good. For the comics, I recommend the Darth Vader series. <clears throat> it's now, incredibly well written. Wait, now, there's two new ones. Is, are you talking about... I'm talking the, about the original one. I haven't, I haven't read comics like, like, in like a year now. Okay, so I've not like behind. the newest newest, but the, the one when Marvel launched the comics. Yes, yes. Yeah. When Marvel um, <laughs> launched the new set. He ends up... It shows him like discovering that there's some kid named Skywalker out there. Yeah. And he's like, okay, who is this guy? He ends up actually encountering Luke at one point. Mm-hmm. And they have a showdown... Um, and he does that typical thing that like villains do where Luke's like, you killed my master. And he's like, I've killed lots of masters, kid. Yeah. And he's like, Obi-Wan. And he's like, oh, wait a minute. And because of that, like he, he goes to the emperor and he's like, I know where we stand now. Yeah. Cause he's like, he knows the emperor is yeah. keeping this. From well, he him. ends up sending like, Boba Fett out to go like find out, um, who it was that blew up the Death Star and Boba Fett, like Darth Vader standing there in front of this big, huge glass, um, mm-hmm. like window looking out on the fleet and he's like I just got a name Skywalker and Darth Vader's silent and and Boba Fett's like is that everything and he's like go and then he just stands there and he watches like the window begins to crack around him uh, yeah because <laughs> his rage builds which, so it's pretty cool um as far as books go um there is um of course there's the big huge reset with everything um there's a really great one uh let me look it up now um it's called lost stars it covers this um rich guy and this poor girl from this one backwater planet they get accepted into the empire just as the empire is going over ruling ruling everything they end up meeting grand moff tarkin and both get accepted into the academy, mm-hmm. and so it shows like the class difference in like be- between the poor and the rich. They mm-hmm. both end up be- being accepted into flight academy and both become imperial pilots. But then one of them ends up joining the rebellion, and you watch this like struggle between them because there's like sort of this. They they describe it as like a Romeo and Juliet in space, except there's it's always like this sort of like struggle. Like it's sort of like will they won't they because they also like are on opposing sides and hate each other, but they're also best friends. So they're like helping each other. Mm-hmm. And the whole book culminates in the battle of Jakku. Oh. And so you get to see like from the perspective of one of the crashed star destroyers. <clears throat> yeah. And so you get to see that go down. So that's really good. Yeah. Um, so lost stars. I, that one I listened to is the audiobook. and Brian, I know that you listen to audiobooks cause you're always you know, going around with your mail carrier and, and stuff like that. So that's a good one to check out. Also, um, all of Chuck Wendig's, um, the, his three books in his trilogy. I think our podcast like, has just turned into a video telegram just to Brian. I think so, yeah. At this point, like... That's fine. Yeah. And my, and my brother. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. Um, so that's that's really good as well. So uh, check those out. And then the rest of his... Finally, 
Mm-hmm. The movies show Luke to be the weakest Jedi of the Skywalker lineage. <laughs> just, just Since I have only, only read A New Hope and Phantom Menace, do the other books show a more successful, powerful Luke, worthy of the last name Skywalker, or is he as useless in print also? Now, I haven't read the books, but I do yeah. know that they have actually shown Luke to be the most powerful Jedi in all of all of everything. Yes. Like, to, to an absurd extent. To an absurd extent, yeah. Like, like he's so walking he's a, on lava and... Yeah. Now, yeah. that's also in the, now, Legends stuff. Right. In the in the new, like, canon and everything, they've only done one book about him because they had to, like, yeah. not tell what happened right, to right. him after Return of the Jedi. Right. So, uh, and that one takes place uh, just before Empire, I believe, and it's actually a first... It's, a first-person perspective book. Ooh. It's the first time we've ever gotten a Luke Skywalker first-person perspective because there's a whole um, series um, with uh, one of them was called I Jedi. That that was a first-person series. So it's not like the first time we've seen that in the in the Star Wars books. But as far as Luke goes, you actually get to get into his head, um, and he's just you know a middling Jedi who doesn't know anything because he hasn't even gone to Yoda yet. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, he he kind of got absurd. Um, at one in the in the old stuff, at one point he ended up finding a clone of the Emperor and going off and deciding to become his disciple so he could learn the dark side from the inside and then destroy him. But in the, in the end, he ended up basically turning yeah. the dark side yeah. and he had to be saved by Leia. And this is why I don't understand all these fans who are like, they should have done the, the old expanded universe, not this new one where they ruined Luke. It's yeah. like, what are you talking about? Yeah. They like destroyed Luke in the old expanded mm-hmm. universe. Yeah, so they couldn't have, and also by the with how old Mark Hamill is now, you would have had to somehow in the opening crawl have covered about seventy different novels. Yeah, so that wasn't going to happen. Yeah, so that's our fan letter. Yeah. So news, news. Uh, not much news um, this week, but one thing of note that I'm actually excited for is. They've officially begun building the Lucas Museum of Narrative Art in Los mm-hmm. Angeles. Um, it's going to include art from film, TV, comics, um, and pieces of film history from Lucas's personal collection. Mm-hmm. I think I'm actually more excited to go to this than Galaxy's Edge, the Star Wars theme park. What? Yeah. Because but this stuff's gonna it isn't gonna have any Star Wars stuff. I'll have some, but it'll be like a little bit. it'll be like comprehensive because I am so fascinated by. Uh, characters and trends and yeah. and seeing because uh, I, I you know like TV is like a new mythology you could think yeah. you, know, you could say um, and, I, and I'm interested in seeing like Lucas's perspective with it um, yeah. what he's trying to present anyways yeah. um, and I don't, I don't know I mean yeah Galaxy's Edge should be fun but I don't mm. know I got my imagination yeah but <laughs> I mean you're going to be able to walk into here's the thing like I'm not going to go to the Galaxy's Edge Anytime in the next five years. Right. It's going to be so packed, it's going to be obnoxious. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to going to Galaxy's Edge and just sort of like losing myself in the experience of it, like pretending that I'm yeah. there. Well, I also hate being around people. So yeah. <laughs> so here's what, here's what needs to happen. We need to find out like the exact like month that is the most rainiest in California and miserable. Yeah. So that and go on like a, a pouring rain day when nobody's going to be out there, yeah, and just go experience it then. But um, and they've done recently. If you go over onto their website, 
Um, you can see they did a flyover with a drone of how it's being constructed and everything. Yeah. So you can see like the the yeah, natural no, rock that, yeah. outcroppings that they're building yeah. out of you know stuff. That it's got scaffolding all over it and stuff like that. It looks like it's going to be pretty cool. I'm yeah. excited for it. Um, also, the last Jedi novel came out. Yeah, and this actually ties into our, our discussion previous last episode, week. Yeah. Um, according to the novel, which is canon, mm-hmm. the cosmic force has an awareness, a purpose, and a will. It's stated in the book, and that what it wants is a constant balance. Yeah. Which means that Anakin was the chosen one and he ended up because he brought balance to the force. But it can still be interpreted yeah. in multiple ways. Yeah, I mean, no, I know. What is balance to the force yeah. is the thing. Is it the yin yang? Is it the It is. That's that is what it's saying. It's like it is the yin yang. Yeah. It is life and death. It's so but that also then leans more towards the whole Ray and Kylo being the yin yang. Right. Perfect balance. Okay. Dualism. We'll have to explore this maybe again. Another maybe after like the next movie comes out, we'll explore yeah. the will of the forces really. And yeah. Cause yeah, because it's, like it's, it's always gonna be an ongoing, evolving exactly, thing. Yeah. Um, so so we'll look back on it in a couple of years. Yeah. Let's All move right. on to our main topic. So this time we're doing our annual Mandalore Madness. Mandalore Madness. Mandalore Madness 2, Electric Boogaloo. Yeah. Um, We are doing this time, what is the best lightsaber fight? Yes. Now, I don't know about you, but lightsabers as a kid was my thing. Yeah. I had like six or seven of them. See, I and didn't I didn't have a lot um because they weren't readily available. Hmm. Because when I was a kid, this was before yeah. the um special editions had even come out. Right. So So they weren't in the stores. Yeah. Um I eventually ended up finding one like there was like a knockoff brand like light sword thing mm-hmm. um that you know, it had the collapsing thing. It was a white blade and made no sounds. It just had the light inside. And when me and my friend fought, like, the the plastic would, like, hit and, like, bend around the other <laughs> lightsaber. And so they, yeah. it, just, it was super ineffective. Um, now, once they started actually coming out with the lightsabers that didn't light up but collapsed all the way into the handle. Yeah. I think I was, like, 15 or 16. Yeah. But I still bought like six or oh, seven yeah. of them, I mean, and because those were a lot thicker too. Yeah, like we would just like wail on each other. We had full on lightsaber fights with those. Yeah, like I would uh, bring them to school in yeah. high school. Yeah, and after school, fight mm-hmm. with my friends, and we even studied all the lightsaber uh, combat forms. Yeah, that are in the comics. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we got really into it. Anyways, point and we'll, B, and also. I was at a school, which is the school you go to immediately after boot camp for the Navy, mm-hmm. and I ended up buying one of the Force Effects lightsabers. Ooh. You, you don't still have it anymore? No, I ended up... Oh. Because I was going onto a ship, I wasn't sure, like... <laughs> exactly. Like, you I, guys, I, can I bring my lightsaber? I wasn't sure what, what I could do with it, because yeah. I was also going to have to like, fly on a plane and stuff, so I ended up selling it yeah. to one of the guys at the, at the barracks. Okay. But I had the um, Luke's blue lightsaber, 
And at night, we would go out in front of the barracks and lightsaber fight with them. But in the darkness, they, like, glow so beautifully that it, like, full-on looked like you were actually wielding a lightsaber. It was really cool. So I'm... The, the force effects lightsabers are amazing. Yeah. Uh, so point being, lightsaber fights are mm-hmm. as an integral part of Star Wars. Um, yeah. In the Star Wars movies, I would say anytime there's a lightsaber fight, mm-hmm. it's a pivotal moment. Yeah, um, There's always a consequence of it mm-hmm. um, for the story. It's not just a dazzling fight. There's an actual real consequence. Yeah. So in light of that, um, what we've done... Um, oh, really quick. Yeah. I also have a permanent injury from a lightsaber fight. Oh, really? We would take padded PVC pipes that were covered in like the the thick foam stuff, and we'd wrap it in mm-hmm. in duct tape. One of my friends, Kate, she decided to make her own, and instead of wrapping it with foam, she just like a couple of times wrapped it with toilet paper <laughs> and then put duct tape over it. And I got one friend Nate. Well, really, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, I had one friend Nate, who's like super, super uh, burly guy. Mm-hmm. And would just swing the thing like a baseball bat. And he ended up swinging at me, and I brought up my sword to block him. And he ended up hitting me right in the knuckle of my middle finger on my left hand. And mm-hmm. I'm left-handed, too, so that wasn't good. And you can see that this finger actually, like, is swollen up at the knuckle. And I can't bend it as far as all my other mm. fingers. And so, so it's like never this heal per- properly, it never yeah. healed properly. It's a constant reminder <laughs> of my duel. So see, it's a pivotal moment. Yeah, it's, it's a it pivotal shaped moment you as a person. It did, yeah. Um, so, in light of uh, lightsaber fights being so pivotal in Star yeah. Wars, um, I we, got my revenge by breaking his leg. By the way, oh, okay. On, so. Good. Uh, we want to judge these fights not just based on how flashy they are or how intricate the choreography is. Mm-hmm. Um, that's only one aspect. Um, so there's two other points of criteria we want to judge them on. One is importance to the story. Yeah. Um, and then the other is emotional resonance. Yes. Like what's going on around it. Yes. Um, and so any dialogue before, during, or after the fight is factored into the judgment. Yeah. So, for example, Darth Vader saying, I am your father, is factored into their fight Yeah. when we judge okay. what's better. Because um, that goes to importance of story, emotional resonance. Mm-hmm. Um, the context, setup, and consequences of the duel are factored in. So that's like more the importance of the story. Mm-hmm. Um, and then last thing to know before we start is battles have initially been paired up based on similarities to make sure that the most interesting debates aren't missed out on. Okay. Yeah. So uh, we are going to start then. Now. Yeah. You are not going to be a slave to these, right? I will try to be good. Okay. Because um, it is, you got to make sure I know, that. I know, I know. You don't want to be slavishly if a, if a battle, If a battle is iconic enough, I'll let it go through. Yes, okay. All right, so let us start with the unconventional bracket. Yes. Uh, Yoda versus Darth Sidious in Revenge uh-huh. of the Sith. Okay. Against Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon Jinn versus Darth Maul and the Phantom Menace. The Duel of Fates, as it were. Yes. Now... Importance to the story. Actually, you know what? Yoda for start. Yoda battles don't do anything for me. They really don't. They just don't. Everybody talks how amazing yeah. Yoda's battle is like, in Attack of the Clones. I'm like, it's just a bunch no. of CGI flipping, and I can't, yeah. I, I can't get into yeah. it. Yeah, I'm like, Yoda wasn't amazing. The animators yeah. were amazing. You know what's good about that battle? The the best part of that battle, and the only thing that really engages me in it, 
is when Darth Sidious is throwing the Senate chairs. Yeah. Um, then I threw the Senate at him. Yeah. The whole Senate. <laughs> <laughs> he's throwing the Senate um, chambers uh, down at Yoda, and he's trying to dodge yeah. them because it's it's symbolizing the actual destruction of the Republic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so in in that regards, it, it's good. But yeah. So importance to the story, though. Um, I actually don't know what's more important because no. you could have had that entire. You could have. You could nix. You could go go in and mm-hmm. completely edit out the Yoda versus Darth Sidious fight. Yeah, it does nothing for fine. the actual plot. Um, well, actually, one touch I do like is yeah. when when you watch Return of the Jedi, Yoda warns Luke, "Don't underestimate the powers of the Emperor." Yeah, and now when he says that line, You're I like, think of oh, because oh, yeah. he he got whooped. Yeah, um, he's like, I thought he was an old man too. Yeah. And then he threw the Senate at me. Yeah. <laughs> now, but here's the thing. Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon versus Darth Maul is so iconic that it just, it, there's no possible way that yeah. Yoda versus Well, and importance, um, Qui-Gon dies and he tells Obi-Wan yeah. he has to train Anakin. Yeah. That's what starts Star Wars. Yeah, you know? exactly. So their importance there. And, then and that's the, why it's a duel of the fates. Yeah. The dark side actually won in that duel, despite the fact that, yeah. that Darth Maul died. That's a good thing. That's a good yeah. way to put it. Um, and then the emotional resonance is really there too, because um, yeah. having Qui Gon died in his arms yeah. is more touching than just Yoda decided. Yeah. Yoda randomly deciding, "I have to go into exile now," which didn't really make much sense to me. Yeah. But um, and then I think choreography too, obviously, would be yeah, would be the duel of fates. All right, so duel of fates moves on. Mm-hmm. Next pairing. Obi-Wan versus General Grievous in Revenge of the Sith versus Obi-Wan... General Kenobi! <laughs> versus um, Obi-Wan versus Darth Maul in Rebels. Oh. Yeah. Okay, um, so we talked about this Obi-Wan versus Darth Maul in Rebels before. Mm-hmm. Um, but so, to refresh everybody, um, Darth Maul finally faces off against Obi-Wan mm-hmm. on Tatooine in the desert. Um, there's a whole discussion about, like realizing that like the one is there on the planet or whatever. Yeah. Well, Darth Maul's like, why do you come to this place? Are you protecting yeah. someone? And like, Obi-Wan's like, Oh shit. Like, yeah. I gotta get serious. And yeah. he like ignites his lightsaber. Yeah. And then it's a lot of like, like positioning themselves, getting mm-hmm. ready. And then, um, Maul ends up like whipping around his lightsabers. He tries doing that whole move that he used against, against Qui-Gon, Qui-Gon. Yeah. And it fit and it fails. Yeah. And then Obi-Wan just, Kills him. Yeah. It's within three strikes. Yeah. It's um, a really, really fast fight. But, like, when you look at it, though, um, Obi-Wan, his first stance is, like, his original, um, like, lightsaber out and hand up. And then and then he goes into Qui-Gon's stance to, mm-hmm. like, trick Darth Maul into thinking he can use the same maneuver again. Yeah. And then he takes him out. But here's what's so great about this duel is that when you get, like, down to business, Obi-Wan's yeah. like, no. You're done. Yeah. Like, I'm protecting someone. This yeah, I, I can't waste like, time. This yeah. isn't going to be a drug out fight. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas and, Obi-Wan versus <clears throat> Grievous. It's just silly. And not like not like silly yeah. in a good way. It's just silly. Like, why are you doing this? Well, this is another thing. A CGI issue is that literally all Ewan McGregor did was stand there and he could wave his lightsaber around wherever he wanted. Yeah. And they would, would just, just CGI like, in exactly where Grievous was. Yeah. So it doesn't stick out to me at all. No. Like, if you were to mention lightsaber fights, that'd be, like, on the bottom of the list of, like, ones that I would even think of. I'd go, yeah. oh, yeah, they fought each other, I guess. Yeah. 
Because when you look at the criteria, it fails all three points. There's yeah. no importance. There's no emotional resonance. Choreography is just nothing. Yeah. Like you said, it's just yeah. CGI nothing. Um, whereas I actually appreciate the choreography of the Obi-Wan versus Darth Maul and Rebels because it means something. Yeah. Um, and there's a ton of emotional resonance because when Darth Maul gets slashed, he's like, he's dying in Obi-Wan's arms and he's like, are you protecting the chosen one? And Obi-Wan's mm. like, I am. He's like, he will avenge us. Like mm. Darth Maul has had this tragic story of just being used this whole yeah. time. And he's like, this, there needs to be vengeance for that. Yeah. Um, it's also very interesting that Obi-Wan thinks that Luke is the chosen one. Yeah. Which is really good touch. Add, add more depth to Obi-Wan's story. <clears throat> All right. So Obi-Wan versus Darth Maul moves on. Mm-hmm. We now go to mm-hmm. our team up bracket. Mm-hmm. We have Kylo Ren and Rey versus the Praetorian Guards mm-hmm. in The Last Jedi against Darth Vader versus the Rebel Guards in Rogue One. I think it's obvious which one wins. Kylo Ren and Rey's fight is, yes. in my opinion, is the best choreographed fight I've ever seen. It's great. Um, and here's the thing. It's, you have to not only factor in that choreography, yeah. but everything surrounding it. So it starts with Kylo Ren making this decision that he's going to be on his own and not yeah. be under Snoke. Yeah. But then it also ends with Kylo Ren saying, no, let the past die. There's yeah. so much going around this fight. It's the most pivotal yeah. uh, moment for Kylo Ren's character. Exactly, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, the fight itself, I just love that it starts out in slow motion. Yeah. That little touch was like, yeah. And then suddenly goes into like, and then, boom, regular yeah, speed. It just goes and into it's it. so fast. Like, almost <sighs> none of that entire thing was even CGI'd except for, like, you know, they had to add in right, yeah. lightsaber glows and stuff yeah. like that. But, like, they really had the whole place burning down around them. Yeah. That whole, like, giant curtain. Apparently that giant curtain, because I, I listened to an interview with Ryan Johnson, that whole curtain was actually there. And then they went in with CGI and removed the stitching because they couldn't make a single piece of fabric that big. Mm-hmm. There is stitching, like, down the middle of it in places. And so they removed that. But other than that, like, that was all there. And then they just lit it on fire and everything. Wow. Um, so that's an incredible fight. Yeah. Now, Vader versus the guards is a really, really good... It is. Like demonstration because, of how terrible terrifying because it shows vader what vader is. is in the comics or yeah. or other mediums there's this um, whole um comic called vader down it's like a four-part miniseries and at one point he ends up surrounded by like a whole army of rebels mm-hmm. and they and they say like we've got him on, we've got him surrounded and he says all i see is fear and dead men. And then he murders all of yeah. them. And so now getting to see that in the movies is really great. Yeah. I mean, he's um, a force of nature. Yeah. I mean, it's... Um, as far as, like, overall impact on the story... Right. It's it's I not going to win. Yes, it, in the end, like... But, like, actually, except that he failed, so it doesn't even, like... Yeah. If he hadn't been there, they also would have gotten away. Right. Again, it doesn't actually add anything. Yeah. It was just something to add in because they wanted Bayer to look yeah. badass. Um, and it worked. And there's no emotional resonance. Um, yeah. And the, I mean, the choreography is kind of cool, but I mean, yeah. you can't compare that against Kylo Ren and Rey. Yeah. So Kylo Ren and Rey move on. All right. Now, ah, the lamest fights probably in all of Star Wars. Yeah. The two Dooku fights. Yeah. Okay. Obi-Wan and Anakin and Yoda versus Count Dooku in Attack of the Clones against Obi-Wan and Anakin versus Dooku in Revenge of the Sith. The problem is you've got 
<clears throat> a dude who's legitimately an old dude. Yeah. Who then you put in Shakespearean garb. Yeah. And he's like... Um, fun fact, the his lightsaber is curved, yeah. the hilt, because he has arthritis. Or had arthritis. Oh, yeah. With us, but yeah. Okay. Um, so they've made it for him. That's cool. Um, now, and actually, something I do appreciate that they've... Be based on that, they developed this whole lightsaber form. Um, it's called Form 2, um, Makashi or whatever. It's all about... Makashi. Like, Makashi, sorry. Come um, on. Sorry. Um, it's all about, like, dancing around your opponent and, like, doing, like, kind of these fencing attacks, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of what you see in the duels, which is actually a nice, like, elegant uh, form of style, which I appreciate. Um but anyways, getting, getting kind of comparing these fights, I'd probably have to go with Revenge of the Sith one. Yeah. There's actually meaning behind that. Um, yeah, and and Anakin <clears throat> is so obnoxious in Episode Two. I know. And that he like he's like, no, I'm gonna do it, and goes running in and just immediately gets his whole arm terrible. lobbed off. It's like, done. It's, it's poorly choreographed. So it's just awful. Mad. And I mean, frankly, the the chore- choreography in in Re- Revenge of the Sith is also pretty bad. Yeah. It's but, like the well. It's like the only purpose of the Attack of the Clones duel was just so that Anakin would have his hand cut off, so he would mirror Luke's story. Yeah, like that was the only purpose of yeah. the duel. Like, because you remove that duel, nothing actually happens. Yeah. Um, so let's go with Obi Wan versus. We don't. I don't yeah. think we need to dwell on these. No, no. <laughs> um, uh, one actually, one thing of note though. Yeah. Um, uh, the Obi Wan Anakin versus Dooku in Revenge of the Sith mm-hmm. um, mirrors parts of. Return of the Jedi's duel with Luke and Vader uh-huh. because they're in front of the Emperor in a chair mm-hmm. in space. Yeah. Um, and the Emperor's like, do it. Yeah. And and that's when Anakin decides to cut off, mm-hmm. you know, Dooku's head. Yeah, I remember I read the novel before the... Because back in the day, when they weren't all hung up on spoilers, mm-hmm. I got the novel like two weeks before the movie came out. Oh, wow. <laughs> and so I read the novel mm-hmm. and... When he decapitated Dooku, I was like, "Are they really gonna show him chop somebody's head off in a movie?" In the, in a, <laughs> and they did. And then they were like, "Yeah." And then yeah. it was yeah. And so I was pretty surprised, but yeah. Um, but I do like that mirroring a lot because it's yeah. When the Emperor start trying to tell Luke to go to the dark yeah. side, um, in the same same yeah. way. All right. All right. Now, moving on to our most pivotal moments bracket, mm-hmm. we have. Mace Windu versus Darth Sidious and Anakin at the end in Revenge of the Sith mm-hmm. against Luke versus Vader and the Emperor in Return of the Jedi. Yeah. I think it's pretty obvious. It's Luke versus Yeah. But, yeah. But here's the thing. Yeah. I paired these up mm-hmm. because they are identical. Okay? Yeah. Um, Mace Windu... Um, they both feature two, yeah, two of the same characters in each one. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, um, Anakin chops off Mace's hand. Luke chops off Vader's hand. Yeah. Um, and then the Emperor again is goading, um, trying to convince Anakin, mm-hmm. like, "No, you have to save me." It's goading Luke. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he lightning mm-hmm. on Luke, lightning on Mace. Man, if only and the Emperor had lightning to Luke right out of the window. It'd be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, and there'd be no story. 
They would have, that, yeah, it was right near the end of the movie. They could have finished. And yeah. Luke did nothing for the actual Shut up. battle Shut up. in the end. Shut up. Shut he did up. nothing Shut for up. it. Shut up. <laughs> um, and then, so yeah, they're, they're pivotal moments for Anakin and Luke. Mm-hmm. Um, now, factor in, this is where Anakin goes to the dark side. Um, is this, this probably isn't as great as Luke redeeming Vader. Yeah, and Vader would have gone to the Vader, dark side one way or the other. Like, there could have been yeah. any other duel here. Yeah, Vader comes to the light like, because of the sun. Because here's the thing. Mace didn't e- wasn't even really that big an influence on Anakin to begin with anyway. No, yeah. So you're right. He was having just a that, yeah. yeah. So ha- having him turn to the dark side because of Mace. Yeah, it wasn't much of a choice, it was it? No, yeah. it should have been somebody who was much been, closer to. Man, yeah, it could have been. It could have been written that, like, maybe Obi-Wan got away or something. And then... Yeah, I don't know, but yeah. so um, Luke versus Vader and the Emperor. Yeah, because that, I mean, this is the redempt. This is the emotional weight of all Star Wars. Yeah. Vader coming back to the light, um, and it's such a different kind of duel too. Because Luke's like keeps turning off his lightsaber. He keeps saying, "No, I'm not going to fight you." Yeah, and he's like, "I feel a conflict within you." Like it's such a different style. Um, so moving on to the next one, which is. Luke versus Vader in Empire Strikes Back against Rey versus Kylo Ren in The Force Awakens. So two duels where for the first time the protagonist goes up against the antagonist. Yeah. So, oh no, what do you think? I mean, I really like the Rey versus Kylo Ren. The Rey versus Kylo is a fantastic fight. It's really, really great. Yeah. Especially because they incorporate, like, the trees. They actually have, like, they're they're chopping down the trees as they're fighting, which is really cool. But Luke versus Vader is, I think, one of the most, like, the most important fight in all of Star Wars. Yeah, I mean. And it's so well done. Like, because Vader's fight with Obi-Wan is so lame mm -hmm. in A New Hope. Right. Do you actually get to see him terrifying like he they're yeah. not doing flips around and stuff like that and also I mean, like think about i mean that setup is just so mm-hmm. magnificent yeah. he he comes up into the room fog all around he's everything's underlit in red yeah. and then vader's in just a silhouette yeah. and he's and like the force is with you but you're not a jedi yet yeah and he goes up and yeah and and the duel like while not like super fast paced like you see in prequels is mm-hmm. actually really well choreographed because yeah. Um, there are constant motions. Yeah. Um, and then... And, oh, and Darth Vader's just using his brute force against yeah, Luke. Yeah, He's just pushing the, the attack the entire time. Yeah, I mean, there's a point where Vader's, like, not messing around anymore, and he it, just goes off on it. Well, him. yeah, and then he just starts throwing stuff at yeah, Luke. Yeah. Like, he's like, I'm just going to tear everything off the walls. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and then, of course, the this being the pivotal duel where Luke finds out Vader's yeah, his father. exactly, yeah. I mean... So, the so Kylo, Kylo and Rey's fight is great. It does have emotional resonance. It is important to the story. Yeah. But in the end, Luke, like, they can't beat Luke versus Vader. One thing, so we don't completely just write it off, though. Um, I do love that this duel represents for Rey um, the kind of coming of age. Like, I've accepted mm-hmm. I'm going to be a hero. Because that scene where she pulls the lightsaber to her and it passes Kylo Ren. Yeah. I get goosebumps every time I see that scene. Mm-hmm. So it's the same kind of like the same yeah. kind of like setup that you see with like Luke going up to Vader. Well, it's in, like, an, oh. in an interview with Mark Hamill, he was re- he's sitting there reading the script. Yeah, 
And he said that he got to that point and he starts to see a wiggle in the script and he's like, oh, here we go. Here we go. Here I am. Here I am. Yeah. Here it goes. And it goes flying out and it lands in Ray's hand. He's like, what? Come on. <laughs> um, yeah. So. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, but as far as like consequence of the duel, there's not really much there other than just she had to have an encounter well, with Kylo Ren. She had to have an encounter of some kind. Yeah. But it's another one where if that duel hadn't happened... The story would still progress yeah. as normal. Yeah, um, you're right. Because I mean, she had a, plenty of encounters with him before. So, yeah. especially with the mind reading scene. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's not. But yeah, I don't know how you yeah. beat Luke versus Vader in Empire. Okay, moving on to the Masters versus Apprentices bracket. Yes. We have the infamous Obi Wan versus Anakin or Darth Vader, however you want to see it, in Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Against Darth Vader versus Ahsoka in Rebels. Mm-hmm. Um, the Rebels one is actually really interesting because we hadn't seen Ahsoka for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's basically stated she's not like a Jedi. She's on her own. She's got white lightsabers. Yeah. Um, Which means she's not attuned to them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think what makes – the reason I included this duel, what makes it stand out – is there's this conversation they have right before it starts where Darth Vader is like, Anakin is dead. I destroyed him. Mm-hmm. And Ahsoka says, then I will avenge his death. And then she attacks Darth Vader. Yeah. That's it was a good like, line. it is a good line. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's saying you can't, you know, to honor Anakin's memory, you shouldn't exist as, as you are right now. Yeah. You shouldn't be who you are. You shouldn't be this monster. Yeah. And that's how I'm going to honor Anakin. Yeah. Um, now that in comparison to Anakin becoming the machine, mm-hmm. which know, I guess is the other most important fight in all of star Wars. Yes. Um, it probably doesn't compare. I mean, the choreography, okay. On the choreography of Obi-Wan versus Anakin, mm-hmm. can we just stop? Yeah. I mean, like. It was so, it was almost like grievous level, over the top, ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like, they're standing there just like 10 feet away from each other, just whipping their lightsabers yeah. around. Yeah. There's, there's like, there's literally like a 10 second moment. Mm-hmm. And you say te- 10 seconds, it sounds fast, but really go like one, two, three, four. I'm already where, bored. Yeah. Where they're <laughs> whipping around their lightsabers without contact and they finally make contact. Yeah. Well, and people say, well, it's them, they're trying to like show off to like show who's more powerful. They've been no. at, in yeah. like side by side in war for the past five years. Yeah, they don't need to show off and display who's a better like lightsaber yeah. fighter. They know. Um, on this note, uh, Obi Wan's form of combat is mm-hmm. the most defensive. Yeah, um, it's actually considered to be one of the most powerful forms of combat because it, its entire focus is waiting on your opponent to make a mistake, mm-hmm. which obviously Anakin does. And that's yeah. why Obi Wan is actually like one of the greatest swordsmen in all of Star Wars. Yeah, um, which I thought was really cool. But yeah. anyways, uh, so the duel itself. So importance to the story. Obviously, this Obi Wan versus Anakin is going to yeah. win. Um, choreography. Okay. Well, I don't like like some parts of it. Overall, it's going to be better than the mm-hmm. cartoon. Um, and also, this fight had to be like a half hour long because yeah. it was so pivotal. Right. And so getting to see them like fighting across all different kinds of I yeah mean, i was about to say all kinds of landscapes it's all on fire but yeah <laughs> different things right, right, going right, on. right 
you know, um, um, was pretty cool. And then the emotional resonance. I mean, those lines after it's over. Yeah. You were the chosen one. You were my brother. I loved you. Like, yeah. Uh, I mean, just those lines alone is what's going to yeah. make this duel go far. Yeah. Um, All right. Then this one is a really cool matchup. Obi-Wan versus Darth Vader in New Hope. Luke versus Kylo Ren in The Last Jedi. Ooh. The reason this is a great matchup is because it mirrors perfectly. Yeah. Um, there's not a lot of choreography going on. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's pretty simple. Yeah. Um, it's more about dialogue. Obi-Wan saying, like, um, you're only a master of evil. Mm-hmm. If you strike me down, I become more powerful than you could possibly imagine, which is yeah. the line that Luke echoes in this fight. Mm-hmm. He says, um, strike me down in anger and I'll always be with you. Mm-hmm. Um they're both uh, very pivotal moments. Um, Obi-Wan uh, becoming one with the Force, Luke losing his mentor, but then mm-hmm. Obi-Wan be able to communicate with him. Yeah. Um, Luke also becoming one with the Force because of this duel. Mm-hmm. Um, and then kind of leaving it now to Rey as the last Jedi. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot going on with these two. But the... But in the end, like, Luca versus Kylo is just so much better, like, it choreographed. Is. It and... is. Like, here's the thing. Like, even, like, the, the two misses that Kylo Ren has yeah. is better than any choreography in the Darth Vader versus Obi-Wan yeah. in the New Hope. And in the end, lightsaber fights are about what looks the coolest. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And... Like, like, Luke's cool, like, like uh, uh, he, like, ducks and, like, spins mm-hmm. around him. Like, yeah. It was actually it was actually kind of cool. Um, yeah. And then I would say emotional resonance, clearly the Luke Kylo, because you don't really feel anything off of the Obi Wan versus Darth Vader. Yeah. Because because the dialogue really feels out of place when you look at it in context yeah. of the fight and Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Like they're beating again for the, for the final time, and yeah. then those are the like the witty retort. Yeah. Can, well, can you imagine <laughs> Alec Guinness like wailing like I loved you Anakin like he could he wouldn't he like yeah. I loved you Anakin yes yeah. yes <laughs> I loved you um, just as I loved my own mother um, and importance to the story too um, I mean this is Luke I mean yes yeah. Luke's ending is more important than Obi-Wan's ending yeah um, and and this is something we need to discuss. I think next episode is it stays with Kylo Ren. Like mm-hmm. Kylo Ren's next scene is he goes into the um, base and he picks yeah. up the the hologram of the of Han's dice. Yeah. Because Luke said, "I'll always be with you, just like your father." Yeah. He's like, "You're right. My father is still with me, and I can't escape that." Well, he becomes a lot more subdued after the fight because before yeah. the fight he was losing his yeah. mind. Yeah. And then after yeah. he's really somber. Yeah. Um, there's that there's that last force connection scene with Ray, where mm-hmm. he sees her, and then the door of the Money Falcon goes up, and she's like, "No, I yeah. don't care anymore. We're done." Yeah. So yeah, uh, definitely Luke versus Kylo. All right. So all right, that's through our Sweet Sixteen. So moving on to the Elite Eight. The Elite Eight. Like in Pokemon. So we got Duel of the Fates versus Obi-Wan and Darth Maul in Rebels. It's interesting. It's both Obi-Wan versus Darth Maul. Yes, but Duel of the Fates <laughs> is far more iconic. 
Yeah. No one's like, really, not many people have seen this Rebels duel. Yeah. I implore you, though, if you haven't YouTube it, it's actually yeah. really good and emotional. Yeah. Um, no, it is great. But I, Duel of the Fates has to be fun. Yeah. I, I don't think, we don't even really need to argue it. Um, yeah. it in all three categories, I think it, it triumphs. Mm-hmm. Kylo and Rey versus the guards versus Obi-Wan and Anakin versus Dooku. Okay. Which another, will we choose? Another fight said, yeah. that we don't really need to argue. Um, now, when we come back around to it, this is what's going to be really interesting I discussion. Know. So, um, I actually purposely set this up this way because I know oh, this is how it's going to end up. Yep. That's going to be good. <laughs> I know. Okay. Um, so um, next we've got okay. Luke versus Vader and the Emperor versus Luke versus Vader and Empire Strikes Back. I purposefully set this up because I knew this was going to happen. Because you're a bad person. Because I, I want the most interesting discussions. Yes. Okay. I know what you're going to say. Yeah. You're going to say Empire. Yeah. I'm going to say Return. Yes. And since my opinion matters more, we're just going to leave it at that. No. <laughs> okay, so. All right. Frame it in the context of the criteria. Yes. Because I think they're both equally iconic. Yes. They're both equally iconic. Okay. Um, but. Importance of the story. Let's start with that. Luke. Like. It's important to the conclusion of the story for the Return of the Jedi. The story has to be concluded. Yes, it's important for the conclusion of all the six films. But when you're looking at just just the original trilogy, you've got every story has this sort of like bell curve. Mm -hmm. And the Luke versus Vader hits like right at the peak of that whole bell curve of the most emotionally impactful thing that is when they when they were talking about the Luke I'm your father yeah um Ryan Johnson was talking about um Kylo telling Ray that her parents were nobody and he said that the reason why her parents are nobody is because that is the most emotionally destructive thing that she could hear right then because the most emotionally destructive thing that Luke could hear was that his father wasn't dead and instead was this terrible, horrifying monster. Okay. So Luke stands there. Hold on. Luke stands there and gets demolished by this terrifying black garbed, like he couldn't, there was nothing he could do Mm -hmm. against him. And then the thing severs his hand and is like, by the way, kid, I'm your dad. Like, there, it is so powerful, and it is the most iconic. Yeah. It is far, a far more iconic okay. thing than Return of the Jedi. So. Yeah. And actually, to add on to your point. Um, yeah. And he chooses in that moment to risk death by falling into the shaft yeah. because he's so broken. Yeah. Um, adding to the emotional resonance. Okay. Compare that yeah. to the emotional resonance of Darth Vader, this twisted evil machine mm-hmm. that we've seen through the course of these films. Yeah. Um, be nothing but evil. Mm-hmm. Watch his son mm-hmm. getting electrocuted. His son's pleas all throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. I know there's good in you. I know there's good in you rewarded with okay i let you talk a lot i let you talk a lot okay rewarded with 
you get all like super, you get all high and mighty if I get to talk at all. <laughs> um, anyways, um, making that decision to yeah. save his son, yeah. right? In his death, saying, you were right about me. Yeah. I think that is as equally emotional as Luke learning and being destroyed by the fact that there's his father. And as far as importance to the story, I agree with you that the bell curve is with the Empire Strikes Back duel. But the overall importance reverberates through all of the original trilogy and prequels because you have Anakin Skywalker's story and Luke's story resolved in the same moment. Okay. So, a couple things. One, you're moving all the way to 30 minutes after the lights the last time we saw a lightsaber to talk about the whole you were right and everything like that. Okay, All that fine. emotional stuff is way beyond. That doesn't count as anywhere okay, near but, part of the lightsaber But fight. the fact that he saved his son yeah. and threw the emperor down the shaft. See, I would even say like, I would say the point at which like Luke starts getting electrocuted, that marks like beyond because you're then cutting away to completely different scenes. No, this is the immediate consequences of the duel. The immediate consequences are, and this factors in, okay, if you're going to include I am your father and Luke falling down the shaft, you have to include Emperor. Because I'm your father immediately after using a lightsaber on Luke's hand. But I I said in the beginning that we're including consequences. I know, know. but here's the thing. We We have to factor in the actual lightsaber fight itself. You're factoring in everything but the lightsaber fight. The fight is mostly just them, like... Batting at each other, and it won, like the probably the most important part is when Luke gets Luke, upset yeah, with him and, he and goes starts off attacking on him. him and chops and off because, his hand. Okay, then let me let me talk about that then. Yeah, um, Luke goes into a rage. Yeah, right. Uh, chops off Vader's hand, has him down. He looks down his own hand. Yeah. So this scene can be included in that yeah. in my in my yeah. importance thing. Mm-hmm. Realizes he's part of the same cycle of violence. Yeah. That created his father. Mm-hmm. He's becoming his father. And he says no. Throws down his lightsaber. Yeah. What's more impactful than that? I mean, that has such more... That also has a lesson to it. The most more impactful than that is somebody who's like, screw this, Darth Vader's my dad, I'm going to throw myself off of a building rather than accept that. Okay, I don't know how we resolve this dispute because there's only two of us. Okay, okay, no, okay. Let's go through. I, yeah. I can be fair. Um, let's go into the. Let's go, no, now go into the specifics of the fight itself. Now the fight itself, I agree. Choreography goes to Empire Strikes Back. Yes. So okay, Empire Strikes Back yeah. to win the choreography. Yes, we agree. Cinematography. <laughs> well, that also Empire Strikes Back. Okay. Like I disagree that it's more iconic. Okay, actually, it is more iconic no. because the "I am your father" is pretty devastating. Damn it! Well, and and when you, it's more iconic because the the image of like Darth Vader standing there in silhouette with his red lightsaber versus Luke with his blue lightsaber in silhouette. Yeah, that one is like an iconic image that is seen everywhere in media, like for okay. Star Wars. So, okay, here's the thing. Here's what I'll do. All right. I agree that choreography goes to it. And if we're adding in these things about cinematography and iconic, yeah. um, I agree with that yeah. about Empire Strikes Back. Since I don't think we can resolve the dispute between yeah. emotional resonance and importance of the story, because yeah. I actually still think those go to Return of the Jedi. 
since I'm giving those other things to Empire Strikes Back, I will let the Empire Strikes Back one go on. Okay. I just so think we, it's we so... Basically, we just added two more points of criteria yeah. in, order to, in order to get us past this. Yeah. But, but I think that... You, we're talking about a lightsaber fight. I know, and it's the best lightsaber fight. I know, and Empire Strikes Back is a better lightsaber yeah, fight. Yeah, okay, okay. So I know, I just like okay. I know because it's hard for me because how Return of the Jedi ended transformed oh, me as a person. So I know. I, it's just a personal thing. But the actual I know, I know, lightsaber I'm just fight explaining itself. why I gave such a All fight right. over it. All right. All right. Moving on. So. Obi Wan versus Anakin in Return Revenge of the Sith versus Luke versus Kylo in Last Jedi. Um, I think that there's a clear answer here, but I don't want to to short the importance of the Luke versus Kylo Ren fight. Yeah, it uh, is really really important. It's really good. Will it stand the test of time? I think so. Yeah, but. But again, if you then go to the actual lightsaber fight, they never actually once touched lightsabers. No, they don't. So choreography goes to that. Um, Choreography absolutely goes to Luke versus Kylo. It's a much better choreographed. Okay, but... Because they don't spend, stand there for 10 seconds oppor- waving their lightsabers around. There's more opportunity for actual fight. For, for, okay, yeah. choreography counts fight, too. Yeah, it's not a, but it's bad fighting. Like, they don't... It's not okay. very well choreographed. But okay. it's much more iconic. It's iconic. Um, and and it's much more important to the overall well, story. That's hard to say without seeing episode nine because because of this. No, maybe... I can tell you exactly why it is. Because if we don't have the Obi-Wan versus Anakin yeah. fight, we don't have the entire trilogy. Yeah. And then we also don't have Kylo whining to his to his grandpa's yeah. burned out skull. Like right. Kylo Ren was created. The fact by that Anakin Darth went through this is the whole yeah. reason that Kylo Ren worships it. I mean, yeah. it's not. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Obi-Wan Kenobi versus Anakin. Yeah. Moves on. All right. This is a good one. Duel of the Fates versus Kylo and Rey versus the Guards. Both team ups. Both team ups. But I think Duel of the Fates is overrated. I do I, too. I allowed it to keep going through because. It's just better than all the other ones. Yeah. But I, again, I find the choreography it's not real boring. No. They stand there spinning around most of the time. They do. And there's when you watch it, um, there's multiple times where one of them is just standing, waiting for them to attack the lightsaber. Because that's what they're that, yeah. that's what their choreography told them to do. Right. You don't feel it's like any, Yeah. It's cool because it's a double second yeah. lightsaber. The but... only part where it gets good is the minute those gates drop and Obi-Wan moves in on Darth Maul and it's yeah. so fast. Yeah. And you realize they actually had to go in and slow down the footage <laughs> because they were moving too fast that they thought that it looked fake. Yeah. Like that's how fast they were going and how good they are. But like as soon as you get past those first initial like mm-hmm. contacts, then so Duel of the Fates. Uh, people constantly rave. Oh, I love Duel of Fates. No, it's not a good fight. Yeah. Whereas the Kylo versus Ray, Kylo and now, Ray versus the guards, is hold on now. A gorgeous. It is gorgeous, but I want to say that Duel of the Fates. The reason it's so iconic mm-hmm. is not just because of the double side lightsaber, but it's the setting of it. Mm-hmm. These giant beams of light around them. It's almost yeah. ethereal. Yeah. Um, I think because of that, it's actually more iconic than the Kylo Ren and Rey. Yeah. And maybe more with time, this can be mm-hmm. debated later again. Yeah. 
Um, so he, I'm going to actually give you a little thing. So back in high school, mm-hmm. I was in um, a lot of theater classes, and one of them was stage combat. Yeah. At the end of the semester, you do a showcase. So they had all these other kids from the class who were doing other things. Me and two other guys did the duel of the fates as our lightsaber fight. Nice. We didn't have the toy lightsabers because we wanted to be able to like fully go out. So we had these big, I'm showing Gabe my my fingers right now. (laughs) It was like two inch thick pieces of wood. Mm Mm-hmm. Then we then spray painted in neon and then we used a black light to make like make it glow. And we even had like a hidden mini trampoline so that like when the guy playing I was Qui-Gon, the guy playing Obi-Wan came in, like he like came like jumping in and everything. And and it was really great. We worked on it for hours in in one of the guy's backyards and everything. The other guy had his face all done up like Darth Maul and everything. (laughs) It was fantastic. And then like halfway through I had to like fall over and like lay there with my eyes closed for on yeah, the stage for, yeah. <laughs> for it. But it was really, really fun. So love Duel of the Fates in that sense. Like yeah. that it reminds me of my child. It reminds me of high school. Yeah. But that Kylo and Ray versus the guards yeah. and with Kylo and Ray, it finally like brings those two together in yeah. unity and everything. So it, there's so much going on with yeah. it. I mean, if you, I mean, importance of the story and emotional resonance, by far, this, this wins. And yeah. the choreography. Um, I just think that, just want to give kind of a, a let, let, let Duel of Fates have its moment. Yeah. You know, it's super iconic, but ultimately, because of everything going on around the duel with Kylo Ren and Rey, it's just, um, it's going to win. Yeah. So, uh, so that goes on to the final two. Yeah. We now have Luke versus Darth Vader in Empire Strikes Back versus Obi-Wan versus Anakin in Return or Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Okay. So this is a fight between the hero, the true champion, who ends up redeeming his father in the end and ends up having a badass duel with Kylo Ren as a force ghost and your favorite character versus the most terrifying creature in all of cinema and who we determined was the most important character in all of Star Wars versus um, some some British guy versus a dopey the, kid. The greatest monster in all of Star Wars as we figured out our trial. Yeah. <laughs> Against Darth Vader. Against, against some, no, not even against Darth Vader. Against some dopey, whiny kid yeah. who can't even deliver a piece of dialogue. Now, in the end, so, like it's very, very important that he becomes Darth Vader. But importance, I don't care. How do, we, how do we weigh... It's more important. It is more important, sure. But, and look at... How do you, how do you compare... Okay, import, let's say... Okay, importance of the story. Obi-Wan yeah. versus Anakin. Choreography, Luke versus Vader. Yeah. Because we don't like all the flashy nonsense. Yeah. Now, some people may like that, but too bad. We're yeah. in charge. Yeah, Phasma. I'm in charge. I'm in charge. Okay. Um, last piece, emotional resonance. Let's, let's make, make based on this okay. then. Because I think they're both equally iconic, too. Yeah. And the cinematography in both, I think, are actually great. Now, here's the thing. Is the cinematography great in the Obi-Wan versus Anakin? Because of what it symbolizes, yes. No, the cinema, that's not c- cinematography, no. Yeah. 
that, that has nothing to do with symbolism. I'm talking about cinematography, like the filming of it, like the actual shots, individual yeah. particular shots. This is a bunch of CGI. It's this is a bunch of CGI bullshit on a green screen. Also, the what you're seeing. Yeah. The lava. All yeah. the, the rage of this everything. This is a bunch of CGI bullshit. Okay, but that like okay. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> the the aggressive nature of the shots yeah. and the lava, um, the scenery of it all mm-hmm. is symbolic of what's going on with Anakin turning yeah. to the dark side. It is destruction yeah. of somebody. But also there's no real surprise to Obi-Wan versus Anakin in the in the end. Well yeah. Like one you know how it's we end. we knew like from the mid eighties yeah. that he becomes Darth Vader on a lava planet. Like that had been rumored for yeah. years that like they fought in a volcano and that's how he ended up all messed up. Mm-hmm. So we knew exactly how it was going to end. There was no surprises there. It was just like, okay, like looking at your watch, like when are they going to get around to yeah. Obi- like Obi-Wan beating him? Whereas with Luke versus Vader, the shock of it all has far more like, <sighs> Impact. There's more on the viewer. There's more emotional resonance. Yeah. So if we were if we were boiling it all down to the emotional resonance, the I guess you're right that the shock value mm-hmm. probably trumps the despair of Obi Wan at the situation. Mm-hmm. It it trumps Obi Wan's. You were the chosen one. Yeah. You are my brother. I loved you. Yeah. Now that is the best part of all of Revenge of the Sith. Yes, it's probably the best part of the entire prequels. It is. But in the end, the iconicness to Luke versus Vader is so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, let's slide. I just wanted to have let it have its moment. Yeah. All right. Our final two, everybody. Ray and Kylo Ren versus the guards in Last Jedi against Luke versus Darth Vader in Empire Strikes Back. And Kylo Ray versus the Guards has far better cinematography and better choreography. Okay. Like right off the bat, like there's no denying that. Like okay, choreography, yes. yes. So chore- choreography, we're giving yeah. one point to them. Yeah. Importance to the story. I got to go with Kylo Ren and Ray. Think about everything that's yeah. going around right before and right after that duel. Yeah. Kylo Ren abandons Snoke, mm-hmm. and Kylo Ren's letting it all die, yeah. and Rey does not join him. Yeah. The destruction of Luke's lightsaber, the symbolism of the Skywalker legacy this, dying. But this is also where Luke loses his lightsaber in the fight with Vader. What an interesting yeah. matchup. Yeah. Blow my mind, man. Yeah. <laughs> um... And then also, like, the lead-up, Luke's okay. arrogance going up against Vader, like, that leads into it. Yeah. Like, because he, he's but, really arrogant during that fight, too. He's like, you'll see him full of surprises. And then Darth Vader's like, there's I, I, so you really aren't. there's so much more going on with Rey and Kylo yeah. Ren. Yeah. There's so much more but, depth and dynamic there. But is that simply the nature of modern cinematography or modern, modern, modern film yeah. making? Well, because so what if it is? We're going to judge everything no, within, yeah. a, within no, I a time? I mean, so the thing is, is I feel like the importance of the lightsaber exploding because Ray and Kylo Ren are both pulling it. Yeah. And that's symbolizing the end of the Skywalker legacy. Yeah. 
that is that has more importance to the story than just Luke learning that Darth Vader is his father. Yeah. I gotta give the importance Luke, to this. Luke could have learned that Darth Vader was his father if Obi Wan hadn't been such a terrible human being in a dumpster fire. You yeah. could learn that in the first movie. <laughs> yeah. Um. Now, obviously, it. So we got two points. We're agreeing it's importance to the story. Yeah. Just the story itself. Mm-hmm. So choreography and importance to the story. Ray and Kylo Ren versus the guards. Yeah. Now we got to give the iconic value to Luke versus Vader. Yeah. I mean, it's this simply is. More iconic. I mean, it's it's well, it's one of the most iconic things in all of cinema, not yeah. just Star Wars. Yes. Yeah. Um. Cinematography, I would actually give to Luke versus Vader. Really? Because they're just in the one room. Mm-hmm. It's all red. It's, it's just, there's just one camera shot, one on them, like one on Ray, one on Kylo. Mm-hmm. With, with, but, with uh, Luke vs. Vader, you have more fluidity. It's more this fog. I know. The ambiance of it is much more impactful. The way that it speeds up and slows down in the Kylo and Ray fight, and like you've got, the, here's the thing. There's been this big meme that's been going around online where people have been taking different songs and putting it to yeah that which simply and it works with every single song which simply shows how incredible like the editing and the choreography are that it's so stylized but in a really really good way like it doesn't feel like stylized in a way that the prequels fights do. Um, but the ambiance of it is so much more impactful. With yeah, the ambiance. Yeah, which I then, think it counts more towards cinematography. But then you go into then. that shot when Ray like knocks the one weapon out of the yeah, and it goes guards, flying, and, into it, the, and it lights the whole thing on fire. Yeah. And then when it burns away, you realize you can see the fleet on the other side of this big huge curtain. You're right, everything going around them. And is, then the, the flames are coming down. But, then Kylo but Ren really, knocks that dude into the fan and it was just... But really, compared to, like, the first, the fog, the darkness okay. of it... Hold on. Okay. And then going through the tunnels, going mm-hmm. deeper into the darkness, yeah. and then finally Vader hitting him through the window, it's like plunging into the abyss. Um, he's just going deeper and deeper. Like, the mm-hmm. fight itself is representative of where Luke is headed um, with his psyche. Yeah. Until finally, in a way... Um, losing his lightsaber to mirror the other fight mm-hmm. um, is an end to his identity, to his yeah. Skywalker identity, because yeah. what he thought the Skywalkers were yeah. is destroyed. Yeah. And yeah. also the Skywalker legacy is destroyed. Yeah. In both of these fights, the Skywalker legacy is destroyed yeah. in a way, because what but he thought the legacy was. If you go and you look at the, light, the Kylo and Rey fight, the... Um, we see stuff done in that lightsaber fight that we've never seen in, in a lightsaber fight before. When she's yeah. being held and she switches off her lightsaber to gain the upper hand, mm-hmm. that's something we've never seen. And it's also something that I've regularly stated, like, it's stupid that these guys aren't switching off and on their lightsabers all the time in order to, like, you know, if somebody moves in to block you. Yeah. You just switch off your lightsaber and turn it back on. And then when she throws the lightsaber mm-hmm. over to him and he just turns it on in the dude's head, 
and stuff like that. There's mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff in that fight that for the, okay. the actual lightsaber fight itself. So we've got an impasse on the cinematography, right? Yeah. Let's scratch it. Emotional resonance. Let's look at that. That's the last piece we have actually looked at here. Yeah. How Luke do you, gets real sad. How do it's you, real, real sad. How do you compare... <laughs> That's a lot of emotional resonance. How do you compare everything you thought you knew, what, like everything, what you thought was yeah. being destroyed with Luke to Kylo Ren willingly dis- trying to destroy everything that he thought he knew? And destroying everything that Rey knew. Yeah. By telling her that her parents are nobody. And then you're right. We have Luke, to inc- we have to include that. We have to include yeah. Ray's journey. Yeah, we haven't really mentioned that yet. Of accepting you're nothing. Yeah, but you have to make yourself something. And then where Luke decides to mope and throw himself off a building, Ray is like, "I don't care that I'm nobody. I'm gonna do something about this." Yeah. She goes for the lightsaber, like the, well, she, and she decides to press on. I don't think it's just moping and being and throwing himself off. Yeah. I think it's 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 Vader. He's saying, "Join me, yeah, and together we'll rule the galaxy." Yeah. He would rather die than yeah. become that, but become Rey, his father. But Ray, when she's made the, given the same offer, she doesn't say, "I'd rather die." She says, "I'll do everything I can to stop you," and she fights on. And escapes mm. in order to save everybody else. Yeah, she doesn't just just let herself go like he does. Okay. Should we have a poll? We could. But with the problem with polls, though, is these people who are voting on them are not listening to the podcast. Yeah, and they the haven't heard the criteria. Yeah. They're going to be like, well, that's iconic, so I'm going to pick that one. Yeah, that's, that's what they're going to do. They're going to pick Luke yeah. versus Vader. But I actually think in our discussion here that Ray and Kylo Ren versus the guards is going to win because we've already we've so. already given it more points. Yeah. Based on the importance of the story, the choreography. Yeah. Um, and, and the emotional resonance. I for think. Me. I mean, yeah, you could even make a case that there's a tie, but in the end, since there's so much going around before and after the duel. Yeah. Wow. I, I, I suspected that. I like for me, know if I really saw this coming. For me, Kylo Ren, ver- Kylo and um, and Ray versus the guards is it's interesting. Like the greatest fight in it's all of Star Wars. Interesting that the greatest lightsaber fight is not a duel of lightsabers. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So we've you heard, <coughs> you heard it here, folks. Yeah. Um, objectively, no one could dispute it. No. Nope. nope. It is stated now. It's a fact. Kylo Ren and Rey versus the guards in Last Jedi is the greatest lightsaber fight yes. of all time. All right. That was a good Mandalore Madness. It was. We'll post this over on the um, Facebook page once this is released mm-hmm. so you guys can see the bracket. So let's get some trivia going. Yeah. Uh, loud
questions per person are asked about the mother loving Star Wars world. We love. So good luck to both of you. Show us what you can do. Oh, Gabe, I love you. But Mark, I love you too. I don't know. I don't know which one to root for. I don't know. I don't know which one to root for. I don't know. I don't know which one to root for. I don't know. I don't know which one. That was a great song. That was amazing. That was a. So we have to thank my brother CJ. Yeah. So not only is he painting individual paintings mm-hmm. for each and every single episode that we're doing. Yeah. He is also now writing theme songs for us. Yeah. Which is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're going to play this song every time. Every time. The entire thing. <laughs> it is going to be glorious. Yes. It's fantastic. <laughs> All right, Mark. We are both tied at 95. Yes. We've been so, tied three times in a row. Yeah. Is and one of us going to break 100? We're coming on to 100. Yeah. Oh, boy. All right. Here we go. So much pressure. Who does Queen Amidala defend saying he's been our strongest supporter? Oh, shit. Um, oh, Chancellor Valorum. Yes. <laughs> what, according to Kiati Mundi, have been extinct for a millennium? The Sith have been extinct for a millennium. Who calls Jabba a slimy piece of worm-ridden filth? Who wails that navigating through an asteroid field is suicide? Sorry, what? Who wails that navigating through an asteroid field is suicide? Oh, Cthulhu. Yes. Wails is a kind of a weird verb. What type of droids order Obi-Wan Kenobi and Anakin Skywalker to drop their weapons in an elevator on Grievous' ship? Battle droids. That's a dumb question. Who nearly loses an arm on a Geonosian assembly line? Anakin. Yeah. Thus foreshadowing. It's such an easy, easy card. Oh, that please. was super, super it's not, simple. Yeah, it's easy because I make it look easy with my no. knowledge. No, that was... Word. That was stupidly easy. All right, so now I have 101. You do. Let's see if you can get to 101. What species is the alien who falls into the Rancor pit... Along with Luke. Uh, that is a Weequay. Gamorian. Oh. Oh, the Rancor pit. Yeah. I was thinking the Sarlacc pit. Damn it. No. Because, uh, like, yeah. Let's make your failure even more yeah. complete. Jeez. I, I, I bet you won't even get to 100 with this card. <laughs> Who intercepts the coded message intended to trap unsuspecting Jedi and recalibrates it to warn them away instead? Obi-Wan. Yeah. Who streaks across the Tatooine desert to attack... <laughs> Just picturing streaking. <laughs> okay. Who streaks across the Tatooine desert to attack Queen Amidala's starship? Darth Maul just running <laughs> bare-ass and running naked across naked. the desert. <laughs> Can you imagine they like turn like... What is that? It's all hazy, like the the, the air is all wavy. Starting like, to come more in focus. Coming more like, in focus, like, what? <laughs> what? That's more terrifying than, like, him coming up on a speeder. Who is seen peering in the window of Yoda's hut? R2-D2. Yeah. Which planet's moon? 
sorry, which planet's moon hides a rebel base amidst ancient Masasi temples? Which planet? Yes. The planet is Yavin. Yes, good job. Who is the, quote, prisoner being transferred from cell block 1138 on the first Death Star? Chewbacca. Yes. So you missed one. Yeah. You are at 100. I'm at 100. Because I wasn't because I wasn't fully listening. Yeah. Well, that doesn't matter. Yeah. I can't just start claiming I wasn't fully listening to anything yeah. I get wrong. So we but finally never we finally established once and for all that I know more about Star Wars than you. No. I think that's what just happened. I don't know. It's not. <laughs> all right. Well, the battle continues. Yes. This has been our Mandalore Madness episode. Yes, thank you. Um, next episode, 25. 25. That's a milestone. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking, I have an idea for a topic. Okay. Um, I want to talk about redemption okay. in Star Wars. Not just applied to, to um, just Vader. So are you saying that the entire episode is going to be about Elan Sleaze Bagano? Well, yeah. Okay. I mean, that his redemption is the whole basis that Star Wars is. Yeah. I mean, it's... Um, but yeah, no, the, the redemption of Kylo Ren, Vader, like Kylo, is yeah. Kylo Ren's possible, um, but even other characters too, but yeah. we'll get into that another time. Uh, thanks for listening. Thank you. Come on, man. Quit that banging. You're a podcaster, aren't you? What makes you say that? I saw your microphone. Only podcasters carry that kind of weapon. Perhaps I killed a podcaster and took it from him. I don't think so. No one can kill a podcaster. I wish that was so. I can be your backpack while you run. Swing from a hairy vine. I can be your backpack while you climb. Stand on one hand and lift. Rocks with your special gift. Run, 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 jump. Now breathe. Mm, that's good.